Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, it's tournament week, and the Super Talk Eagle Hour will be heading to Montgomery, Alabama tomorrow, broadcasting all week. Got a great bunch of shows lined up for you. Going to talk about all of that in the next hour. Got some great sound bites with Danny Lynch and Dustin Dickerson we're going to bring you uh, that came after yesterday's emotional or Saturday's emotional win over Louisiana, and of course, the uh, final baseball polls are out. Final season poll, Golden Eagles ranked in all four polls. Number 12 in collegiate baseball, number 16 in D1, number 23 in USA Today, number 24 in perfect game. Golden Eagles 37-16 and 16 on the season. And of course, an Ole Miss player wins the Boo Ferris Award. There's... <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, uh, Luke Johnson, but uh, let's let's not worry about the uh, Ole Miss Mississippi State Award for just a minute. Let's talk about that electric weekend series that took place. The uh, Golden Eagles uh, behind a stellar performance. Uh, Tanner Hall, the uh, Sun Belt Pitcher of the Week for the third straight week, the National Perfect Game Pitcher of the Week. He throws a well, he throws a game uh, that will last uh, for a long time in the memories of Southern Miss fans. Uh, Really impressive, four to nothing win uh, to kick things off Thursday night against Lafayette, Luke. Yeah, and um, you know we'll talk later in the program too. Oz, uh, the new skipper for Southern Miss, uh, that that's a that's a huge huge announcement that we were all expecting. But yeah, but let's talk about the weekend. Um, we we talked some about Sanders' performance on on uh, Thursday night, and just to recap, at eight innings, three hits, one walk, 12 strikeouts. It was absolutely dominating. Talking to Coach Thibodeau, who's an excellent pitching coach, uh, you know, Friday at, at Fuzzies, he just said it was an incredible performance. Golden Eagles, uh, it was not an incredible performance Friday night. Uh, they just came out and got dominated, and you got to tip your cap to Carson Fluno. He came back and, and was a little Hall-esque. He threw eight innings, gave up four hits, one run, and had 11 strikeouts. And, uh, you know, Oldham didn't pitch bad. Uh, he just couldn't go deep in the game. He, in the in the fifth inning, was at eighty seven pitches, and they pull him and didn't get much help out of Sibley or Rhodes. Um, and uh, you know, to uh, to Chandler Dawson's credit, he threw two and thirds, uh, one third innings, and uh, didn't give up any runs. But then Bob, you're like, what's going to happen on Senior Day? All that emotion as we honored Coach Barry on Friday night, and it's Louisiana. And Danny Lynch is playing in the baseball game. And what does Goat Yoga decide to do? In the first five innings, he decides to hit two grand slams. Two. 
Yeah. In one half of a game, Lynch hits two grand slams, eight RBIs, and this was a game, Bob, and and you were there. I mean, Eagles went down four to nothing. Matt Adams got rocked in the, the top of the first, and this team fought right back and were able to pull ahead. Christopher Sargent again with an unbelievable game uh, for the last game that he probably will play. You know, in the Pete. Uh, Sarge goes four for five. Lynch with the with the the eight RBIs, and uh, that that game, you know, it was a, it was a, a rattling of swords. It was a heavyweight match back and forth until the Eagles were able to pull ahead in the bottom of the eight. Uh, one man's opinion, I think it was the best game of the year at Pete Taylor Park. It was an incredible, it was an incredible competitive game between two really fine baseball programs. And before I move on to the Golden Eagles. Let me, let me compliment uh, the Raging Cajuns. Athletic, fastest team I've seen running bases in a long time. They, they have some track stars on the team. Uh, one of those grand slams, uh, their center fielder literally climbs the wall uh, at P. Taylor Park trying to uh, snatch that one out of the air. It was uh, it was college baseball at its very, very best. 11-9, to 9, hard to describe just how exciting it was. How electric it was uh, in in the ballpark, and and what do you say, uh, Luke, about the tenacity of this Golden Eagle baseball team? They get punched right in the mouth uh, to start the game. Uh, they they fight right back. Louisiana takes the momentum. Southern Miss gets it back. Louisiana takes it back. Southern Miss surges at the end to win the game. It was the best you can see in college baseball. It made me realize how fortunate. I am to live in a community where I can go enjoy that kind of collegiate athletics uh, here in Hattiesburg. It was really amazing. And I think it what what it also does is for for baseball. What I what I appreciated about the weekend, it didn't get chippy in the sense of you know just being stupid at each other. It was it was two solid programs competing their guts out. No question. And. It was it was almost like we hit them in the mouth Friday night. They hit our Thursday night. They hit us in the mouth Friday night, and then we both hit each other on on Saturday. No I mean, it was no a question. Saturday's game was a fitting end to to a great series. And right. uh, we'll talk to uh, to Scott Watkins a little more. But man, the way that this uh, Sun Belt bracket sets up, the Golden Eagles could not ask for a better draw. No, they couldn't because you got Texas State, Louisiana, and Coastal all on the other side of the bracket, so they're going to beat each other's heads in. And uh, if the Golden Eagles play like uh, we think they will, they'll be around to take on whoever survives that melee on the other side of the bracket. So, uh, you know, and and Luke, before we move on to Coach Oz, what about this baseball team? What about the coaching job done by Scott Berry and his staff this year to, to lose the pitchers that they lost, to start out so shaky, to end up the regular season uh, ranked as high as 12th in the country and to be ranked in all four major polls, win 37 games. What an incredible coaching job this year we saw at Southern Miss. We did. Um, and, and, you know, Will Hall was talking about that the other day, and you mentioned it to John, you know, um, that the coaching job this year may be better than the coaching job last year right. for, this, for, the, for the reason. It, I mean, there was both sides there was concern. There, were, there was a few times this year the pitching staff carried the, the bats. And then after in the Coastal Series, the bats woke up, and the bats have produced down the stretch. And uh, it was it was almost you know Oz 
Oz had to throw young guys out there. He had to throw untested guys out there. Another name, you know, over the weekend that that we should bring up as well because he was huge on Saturday. You know, Justin Storm ended up throwing what three and a third over the weekend, right? And didn't allow a run. Struck out four. Um, didn't allow. I think he allowed one hit in in all those. And uh, Storm was was incredible. Um, I do want to mention Oz, but I do want to bring our listeners up to date because this will uh, allow us to be able to talk to, to Scott in the next segment about it. Over the weekend, Georgia State beats ODU two out of three. Arky State swept South Alabama. Jags just kind of flew the white flag that last weekend. Texas State took two out of three against ULM. Troy, two out of three against App State. Georgia Southern, two out of three against James Madison. Coastal was on the ropes twice. Marshall had them in game one. And they only lost by one in game three, but Coastal uh, sweeps Marshall. Golden Eagles get two out of three. So uh, the way the final season or the uh, the regular season standings in, Coastal wins the regular season championship by one game at twenty three and seven. Golden Eagles twenty two and eight. So that bracket that we're talking about, and Southern Miss, App State, and Troy on one side, Texas State, Louisiana, and Coastal on the other side. Eagles number two, Troy number three. App State number six. On the other side of the bracket, Louisiana will take on Texas State and then Coastal in a TB game like the Eagles. And it's it's a little, you know, little uh, – the way it works is Old Dominion plays James Madison tomorrow at 3. Georgia Southern plays Georgia State at 6.30. The highest-seeded team that wins – uh, the Eagles will play. So if James Madison wins, Eagles will play. If Old, if Old Dominion wins, they'll go um, to, to Coastal. Coastal will get the lowest seed. So we'll know more about that uh, later tomorrow. But, yeah, we move on. New skipper for the Golden Eagles. Uh, no question. Uh, Christian Ostrander uh, named head coach yesterday. We all knew it was coming. And, uh, uh, you know, I told him over the weekend, Luke, is, again, one guy's opinion, that uh, if Scott is going to retire – you just couldn't hand the program over to a better man than him. And I, I mean that sincerely. I think Christian Ostrander will do great things as the new head coach at Southern Miss. Yes, and it will be interesting to see um, you know, what, what role he takes with the pitching. I, I'm kind of um, of the impression that he will still have not just one thumb, but he'll have both thumbs all over that. They will. That will be a. Uh, it'll be an Oz pitching staff. But it'll be. It'll be interesting to see who he brings in. Um, you know, to 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 be to work with the pitchers. Um, and and you know, I I'm, I tend more to think that it's going to be a, a younger guy, somebody that you know he can can mentor because I still think it's it's Oz pitching staff. And unless I'm really 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 mistaken, that's what he did at, at Jones College. As well, but I mean, you announce it, you you honor Coach Barry. Um, we got a ride, you know, going in the tournament in the off season. But the transition is here. Everybody knows uh, what's going on, and uh, yeah, it's just going to be fun to watch. And um, I'll tell you what, Eagles have nailed it for the fifth time since 1959. Bob, great yeah, head coach you're coming not in. Kidding. It's just been it's been a great weekend. Still to come, Scott Watkins. Biloxi Sun-Herald, we're also going to bring you some conversations we had yesterday with Justin Storm, Dustin Dickerson, and Danny Lynch. There's plenty of reasons to stick around on this Monday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Monday. Happy to have you on the Eagle Hour with us. Second segment, as always, brought to you by Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Fairs Trophy just announced. Kip Alderman of Ole Miss is uh, the winner. I have more to say about that um, in just a, a, a few minutes. Um, Golden Eagles represented by two, uh, not just one, two guys today. And uh, congratulations again to Slade Wilkes and Tanner Hall uh, representing the Golden Eagles. It was interesting um, earlier as uh, as the different coaches you know talked through um, just their players, and that's what they allow them to do at the Ferris Trophy. They talk about uh, each player from each school. Jackson State I was uh, had had a representative in Ty Hill, Kip Alderman from Ole Miss, Hunter Hines from Mississippi State, and then uh, Slade and Tanner at Southern Miss. And it was real cool to see uh, Mike Bianco, Chris Lamonis, and then uh, I believe it was uh, Rob Jay from um, from Jackson State. They all just began. They just congratulated Coach Hall. I mean, Coach. Um, Coach Barry, I got too many halls in my mind. Coach Barry, um, just on what a successful year he's had, what a successful career he's had. Uh, Lamona specifically congratulated Christian Ostrander and then said, "Hey, we hate we hate facing y'all because of uh, because of the pitching." But yeah, what a uh, what what a what a day as uh, at the Mississippi Hall of Fame they were able to to celebrate you know, Scott Barry. But Kip Alderman wins uh, mm. the Ferris Trophy, mm. and uh, yeah, I just. I guess, Bob, we can talk about that just for a minute. A few, few eyebrows raised um, when they announced that, that winner. Well, uh, uh, how does Tanner Hall not win the award? I mean, I was told um, Friday evening that uh, our coaches thought the vote had been taken prior to Tanner's pitching performance Thursday. But, look, uh, call me cynical. I, I don't think it would have mattered. I, I, I just don't think they would have ever allowed a Golden Eagle to win it two years in a row. And, uh, yeah, you know, you got, got to get Ole Miss and Mississippi State in that thing every year, Luke. Got to get them in. Um, you know, Scott was Scott was talking uh, – Scott Barry was talking at the at the the podium. And I was really intrigued by saying this. We were looking, you know, the, 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 the strikeouts are down this year. But Tanner has more wins. The batting average against him is actually lower. Um, there's a, there's a lot there, and uh, I was I was kind of intrigued when Scott said, you know, in a lot of ways the numbers this year were were better than than last year. Uh, I think Luke, I think we have Scott on the phone. Are you with me, Scott? Scott Watkins. Yes. Just, uh, yep. Scott Watkins. Scott right. Watkins from uh, from the Sun Herald. Scott, we we're just uh, raising our eyebrows a little bit at the uh, Ferris announcement. Your thoughts? Yeah, I just tweeted about it. Uh, you know, Alderman had a great year. Um, it wasn't exactly a top-of-the-line year. Uh, he was 50th in hits and 60th in plugging, and Tanner Hall is top 10 in ERA among starters. So it felt like another no-brainer, but, you know, but that's I don't know. To, that's, a a good, that's a good way to put it, Scott. It was a no-brainer. A no-brainer. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll regress. Go ahead, Luke. All right, Scott. Um, yeah, we just – Sour grapes. Uh, I'll just chew on them all day. All right, let's go to the Sun Belt. Let's talk about the bracket. Um, Golden Eagles, this is probably best-case scenario um, in the draw for them. Your thoughts about the bracket? 
Yeah, I think that Southern Miss is on the right side of the bracket. Um, I think it would have preferred a regular season title, but uh, this is definitely the, the side that you want to be on. Um, that's just based on the uh, the potential winner's bracket game after the, the first round. Uh, App State is uh, based on some dicey baseball math that I conducted this morning, either the worst team in the league or the luckiest team in the league. And uh, pitching sound defense is what you need to beat those teams, and, and Southern Miss has that in Troy. Very explosive offense, but in Troy, Southern Miss didn't have much issue containing it. So I, I think the the easier path is on the left side of the bracket for, for Southern Miss. So that's, that's the positive this week. All right, Scott, I want to play something for you, then I want to get your comments on this performance, because as Luke described it, it was the performance of legends. And now Luke will officially bring the Danny Lynch jersey, I'm sure, because this should be public property now, uh, and hang it uh, here in our studio. But I talked to Danny Lynch uh, for just a moment after. I want you to hear what he said. I want to get your thoughts about what this kid did yesterday. Danny Lynch on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Danny, incredible day today, but I want to talk about the whole picture. I want you to try to put in words what today's been like for you. I mean, it was a dream. I remember Brady Faust came up to me after the game and he said, sometimes it really does feel like there's a script to uh, to some of these games, and that's what it felt like today. I mean, you with Coach Barry's last game, that just, that's exactly how it should have went. It was awesome. All right, five years here, Danny. Put in perspective your journey here. Uh, it's It's been a roller coaster, but... Uh, I think the biggest thing I've learned is you just got to take life day by day and always learn. And you're never done growing. You're never done uh, with anything. And the most important thing in life is always the people around you. That's always the most important thing. The love that the Southern Miss fan base shows you means what to you? Uh, it means everything. I remember uh, my last that bad, I kept, kept having to grab a towel from Slade because I kept tearing up and doing it again. But uh, it means everything. New season, my man. Yep. Tournament. This team can win the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's our goal every year. That's what, that's what we strive to do. And, uh, we're just looking to carry this momentum and continue to play good baseball. Take it one game at a time. There's a rumor that you're going to be a graduate assistant around here. Is there any truth to that? Yes, that is true. I will be the graduate assistant next year. So you're not leaving. I'm not leaving. Not leaving just yet. All right, I got to ask you this now on a, on a lighter note. <laughs> You've made almost national publicity with your batting stance. You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it just it gets me in the right position to hit. I guess I, I can't really can't really say anything else about it. I feel like I start, I feel like I've done it for a few years now. Now, but I think one weekend this year I was doing it extra because I was really trying to get in my legs and people saw that and it really started taking off. So that's been that's been fun to see that stuff. All right, Danny, what's a message you'd like to send to the Southern Miss Nation as we enter the tournament and uh, and your playing career here does get in the final stretch? We couldn't do any of this without you guys. I mean, your support means everything. It's like I said, it's the people that make this place special and it's been so special to me. All right, Scott, a lot of emotion from Danny Lynch after the ball game. Put put in perspective, uh, if you were going to write a movie script and you and you got what's probably the most popular player on the team, could you have written a better movie script for him to end his career? I don't think so. I, I do not think so. Uh, it's, it's, I haven't been here very long, but uh, I've learned a lot about Southern Miss. And it, Danny Lynch is kind of like the, the center point of all of it, of, of the entire culture of that program. Um, and it's not just, and it's not just the stats. It's not just the fact that he had a bit of a dip last year and, and, and final year in college with, with no real professional prospects. He improves. He gets a lot better. He helps the team out a lot more. It's, it's his presence on the field. It's his presence in the clubhouse. And then to go out the way that he did, uh, it's, it's really incredible. And I don't think that you could have wrote it any better than that. 
No, and I tell you, we were talking earlier, Scott. Luke, you can jump in here. That was uh, that was a magnificent baseball game uh, Saturday. Two really good teams and a thousand percent effort on both from both squads. Yeah, it, it it really was, Scott. Kind of the way that we described it is: Tanner hit him in the mouth. Um, they hit us in the mouth, and then yesterday we hit both in the mouth. I mean, I I think this series was just pure baseball. And I think it's pretty clear who our rival is going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I, I fully agree. It was uh, a couple of a couple of heavyweights, the two best pitching teams in the conference, and we got the series that I, I think that you know I think fans were expecting. It was it was a great one. I hope that the Sun Belt continues to make this series the uh, final one of the year. I think it just makes a lot of sense. No question about that. All right, look, so Southern Miss, am I right in in telling uh, these players yesterday that? Uh, the Southern Miss is capable of winning the tournament in Montgomery. I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? No, no, there's there's, there's no doubt at all about that, especially uh, considering the path that it, it may be on. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's very very possible. I think it's very likely. Um, Southern Miss does have some weird home away splits, pretty much untou- untouchable at home, and they're kind of weird on away from home. But I think at this point in the season, the way that the way that things are going. The way that the clubhouse is going, the way that the pitching is rolling, Southern Miss and Coastal—maybe not Coastal, to be honest with you—but Southern Miss is somebody on that the other end of the bracket is barreling towards a Sunday game. Luke Johnson, I'm not going to be shocked if next Sunday we see a rematch of this past Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, I was kind of surprised, you know, how Texas State did. They kind of did it on a high note, but but Scott, I mean, I don't necessarily think Coastal has the arms to you get through and you've already told us what's a deeper ballpark there in Montgomery. Yeah, it, it, it's not exactly a huge outfield out there, but uh, and it does have a short left field, but it is it is a bigger is a bit bigger of an outfield. Uh, Coastal hasn't had much trouble away from home this year, so we'll see how it plays out. But uh, this is a tournament setting where the games of course are getting pushed together and that's going to really really uh, put Coastal's arms to the test. And that is a tough side of the bracket to be on because you got the next best pitching team in the conference after Southern Miss, and you've got a Texas State team that is just real grindy and does a lot of small things really well, and that's kind of been their calling card. So it is, it is going to be difficult for, for Coastal Carolina to get to Sunday. Hey, Scott, we always appreciate your input, man. Are you going to be in Montgomery? Uh, if I do, it'll be, be later in the weekend. All right, well, we're going to catch up with you at some point out there and uh, – Get your insight into how the tournament's going if you're good with that. I appreciate it. I, I, that's, that's for sure. I got you. All right. Scott Watkins, everybody. Biloxi Sun Harold. Really do appreciate uh, his great input all year long. We'll make sure that we catch up with uh, Scott while Luke and I are at, what is it, Luke? Riverwalk Stadium? Is that where we're headed? I'm, I'm going to Montgomery, and I'm going to find the biggest baseball field there. Yes. <laughs> we'll be fine. Southern Miss to the top. All right, our thanks to uh, Scott Watkins from Biloxi Sun Herald for joining us. We're broadcasting today from the Southern Bank Corps Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Bob and Luke want to thank Dickey's Barbecue Pit, Campus Bookmart, and Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Those are the great guys that sponsor the first three segments of our show every day. And uh, 
it's hard to express how much we appreciate their support of our program. Dickie's Barbecue, Campus Bookmark, 4th Street Bar and Grill. Also want to say thanks to Jana King, the king of clean. They've been uh, cleaning uh, places of work, education, medicine, eateries, stadiums, and worship in the Pine Belt for 35 years. They can do the same thing for your business. To find out more, all you have to do is go to JanaKingCleans.com. Hey, what about a, a Jenny King, King 4-0 sweep of the Sunbelt Tournament this week? I would be for it. That could sweep out everybody's dugout. And you did tell me that uh, you think there's a lot of highway patrol up in Philadelphia because a robbery just took place? Is that well, in, in, in Jackson, yeah. In no, Jackson, they're, in Phil- the... they're in Philadelphia this year. Oh, they're at the Pearl River yeah. Resort. Yeah, okay. yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was on wordhippo.com. Um I typed in at the top, what's another word for armed robbery? Uh, let's see. Plundering, pillaging, highway robbery, banditry, thieving, um, marauding, <laughs> mugging, purse snatching, larceny, All right, swoop. All right. All right. Tanner Hall does not win. <laughs> you can almost, you can't hardly say it without laughing. Tanner Hall does not win uh, the Boo Ferris Award as the best player in Mississippi. All right, let, let's get back to the kids, Luke. Justin Storm has just been phenomenal here the last half of the year. Normally, he comes in for like right the last inning. He comes in the seventh inning and shuts the door on a really, really athletic Louisiana ball club. Talk to Justin right after that performance. All right, Justin Storm on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, Justin, now all year you've come in in the ninth inning. Here to end the season, you come in in the seventh got the job done was there a different mentality when you had to come in early no sir um obviously it's a little bit different but uh every every time i go out there just try and take it one pitch at a time you know um coach oz calls that calls the pitch from the dugout and i see it and you know just kind of try and attack it one pitch at a time can't look too far ahead of yourself because that's when that's kind of when you get in trouble justin put this year in perspective how's how's this been for you it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've had some we have some ups and downs, but I think the most impressive thing with, with this team is the fact that, you know, we didn't really get too low even when things weren't looking good and, and, and even when we were winning a bunch of games we didn't get too high. You know, we kinda stayed right in the middle and that's kinda like Coach Barry always talks about having an even kill attitude, um, attacking each day that way. All right, new season now underway, tournament in Montgomery. Uh, this is a team that can win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we think so. Um, we're really happy with where we are right now. Um, and Sunbelt's Everybody in the league is playing really good baseball. Um, so it's just a matter of, like I said, uh, when I'm pitching, I'm taking one pitch at a time. As a team, we try and take it one game at a time. You know, can't look too far ahead. You know, that, whoever we, we uh, line up with in that first round, that's we're going to focus on them and try and win that game, and then we'll move on to the next one. Justin, give us a little inside baseball and tell us what it was like when Coach Barry met with you guys earlier this week and let you know he was leaving. It was tough, for sure. Um, Coach Barry um, giving me a chance to come here and, and, and play baseball at this incredible university. Just can't thank him enough. Um, and, and, you know, when, when he told us that, I kinda, it, it kind of dawned on me that, you know, how grateful I really was for him. Um, you take it for granted how, how much he means to you just because, you, you know, in my eyes, I, Coach Barry could have coached for another 20 years, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy for him. Um, he deserves it. But, but it was definitely tough when we first uh, heard it, but for me, it kind of switched over to gratitude pretty quick, and I've just been soaking it up, you know, enjoying my time. Okay, you don't know what the future holds. I get it, and I don't want to put you on the spot. <clears throat> you have another year of eligibility. Correct. What do you What do you think will happen? 
I don't know. Uh, we're going. We're just going to keep on worrying about right now. Uh, worry about the first game of the tournament and uh, just attack it that way. That's that's all we're worried about. All right. What what's your message to the Golden Eagle Nation as we take on uh, these people in the tournament? Well, first thing I'd just like to thank everybody that showed out all weekend. I mean, the fans were incredible, and they have been all season, not just this weekend, but this weekend was a culmination of it. I mean, you saw today. I mean, the pan, the stands were were packed and and they were locked in on every pitch. Um, I just want to really thank them. Um, we're just looking forward to it. I mean, if you can get to Montgomery, come on. We're going to put on a show. All right. Well, we're looking forward to watching you on the mound some more. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Justin Storm, Luke Johnson. What a, what a great year that kid's had, and what a big role he's played in this successful stretch that we've uh, been experiencing for the past few weeks. Yeah, I'm afraid I've seen him pitching the Pete for the last time. Um, what can you say, though? I mean, it's the, the LSU regional game was his coming out party. And where, you know, they were going to put Nico Maza at the back of that and then, um, you know, had to throw him in the rotation. Chandler Best would have possibly maybe been an option. Uh, or Chandler would have been in the start. There's just so many moving parts. And you don't have a closer. And so what happens? 6'7", 230, I think that's what he is, 235, He's throwing 90, 94 from the left. And it's the, it's the, the angle of the ball, the plane of the ball where it comes out of his hand, it just, it falls. And, and, uh, guys can't pick it up how he, how he does that. But I mean, he's embraced, um, the role and, uh, has, has shown really hard. And, uh, who knows? We win this tournament. We may get to see him pitch again in the peat, but, but I, I think, um, he will be a professional ball player in a few months. All right, uh, Luke, one more I want to get on the show today. and, and This is a kid you know personally. I think he's the best shortstop I've seen play at Southern Miss. And he was emotional, too. You may find it interesting what Dustin Dickerson had to say toward the end of the soundbite. Hang on. Uh, Dustin Dickerson uh, on the Eagle Hour. Satisfying weekend. New season starts at Montgomery. Your thoughts, Dustin? Uh, yeah, uh, like you said, new season. We put ourselves in a good position uh, going in as the number two seed. And, uh, you know, uh, we got to go handle business. Uh, we're new to the conference, and we need to uh, – put our foot down and let them know who we are you seem a little emotional what's going on in your mind right now uh just maybe my last game at pete taylor park uh who knows but uh i'm just super thankful for this university and the coaching staff and everybody that's given me a chance that home run today really sweet i love the way you took a little glance at the louisiana duck uh yeah you know they've been giving me some crap all weekend and uh all that but you know it's just good clean fun my my good friend is their pitching coach and uh he's gotten me out a lot the uh, past two years and i uh, had to let him know a little bit now your friend luke johnson told me earlier this week that he knew louisiana would be chippy and a little of it would be aimed at you and that you would give it right back yeah uh, i guess that's who i am a little bit uh, i'm not going to shy away from anything uh you know uh Last night when we uh, when they kicked our butts, I heard that they said that I thought I thought these guys were supposed to be good. So uh, we came out with a sense of urgency and we uh, we let them know how good we are. Courageous effort here to end the regular season, but let's talk about the tournament now. Uh, a whole new opportunity, and, and you guys certainly capable of winning the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got one of the best teams in the conference, and uh, we're starting to play our best ball right now. So uh, we can win a few games over there. Uh, get to deep into the tournament and let our pitching staff do its thing, I think we'll be in good shape. I've watched this baseball team for about 15 years. I don't think we've ever had a better shortstop than you. Uh, that, that means a lot. Thank you. 
you and uh, a lineage of great shortstops here. It's really an amazing thing, but certainly, uh, Dustin, you've been a wizard out on the field. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's a lot of hard work, and uh, a lot of people that's come before me uh, give a shout-out to Coach Sutton, my dad, Coach Creel, Coach Barry, everybody uh, before me. So uh, I'm super thankful for them, and uh, wouldn't be here without them. All right, Dustin, I'm not going to put you on the spot, and I know you don't know exactly about the future, but what would you think right now about is there any possibility you would come back? Uh, yeah, I love it here. So uh, uh, it's tough to want to leave here. Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot and uh, trying to put it away until that decision comes up and uh, just play our best ball right now, and uh, we'll see what happens then. All right, look, Dustin Dickerson, and i got to tell you this real quickly, Luke. I've done a lot of these interviews all year. It's difficult when these kids have tears in their eyes and th- and they're fighting back crying when they're talking to you that that's how much emotion was on the field yesterday afternoon and and what it does is it reminds you that they're human beings right yeah you pay eagle club yeah you pay for season tickets yeah you pay for your roof spot yeah it doesn't cost you anything to be on eagle post (laughs) (laughs) but they're they're college kids man right and they love the game and they represent our university so well and it is hard to listen to those three interviews and to get angry at them when they don't perform on the mound at the plate. You can't. I remember, and I'll say, I remember one time we lost a close game against Memphis. And I think I was pretty chapped because I was supposed to propose to Lauren and we got beat. So I didn't propose after the game. And I was walking up on campus and there was some tailgater and he was getting on Coach Bauer and he was railing on Dustin and other people. And I just turned around and I, I just I looked at him and I said I just played my heart out for you. I said that's all I did. I just played my heart out for you. And I turned around and kept walking. And he realized who I was. And he tried to go back on his words. And it taught me a lesson. As I watch these kids play, when you listen to Danny Lynch, Justin Storm, Dustin Dickerson, these kids we've interviewed all the years, they love Southern Miss. They're thankful for Southern Miss, and they pulled it all out on the line for Southern Miss. And the least that we can do is salute our cap to them and say we appreciate everything that you do for the Golden Eagles. That's well said, Luke. Another emotional interview with Rodrigo Montenegro. We're going to hold that till Thursday because we're going to have his father and Gabe on the show with us Thursday for Montgomery, and we'll let you hear what Rigo has to say about uh, his time here as well. What a great weekend. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on this first day of the week, Sunbelt Tournament Week, brought to you by D-Bat and D-1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. D-BatHattiesburg.com. Great pro shop, great facilities, great batting cages. It's all there at D-Bat and D-1. Luke and Bob from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. If you uh, missed some great interviews today with Dustin Dickerson, Danny Lynch, and Justin Storm, we also talked to Scott Watkins of 
the Biloxi Sun-Herald. You can go back and listen on demand at supertalk.fm or in podcasting uh, form. We're on all kinds of platforms, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. All right, uh, a couple news and notes. Important, Tanner Hall. Bob mentioned this top of the hour, but if you missed that, he is uh, the Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week for the third time this season, along with, uh, what did we say? Perfect game, National Pitcher mm-hmm. of the Week, Tanner Hall. So uh, congratulations to him. But not three- the best player in Mississippi. Oh, I was going to go back to my thesaurus mm-hmm. here in just a second. but okay. Three other Southern Miss baseball players, Matt Adams, Carson Pato, and Slade Wilkes, were named to the 2023 Academic All-District Baseball Team, selected by College Sports Communicators. So uh, congratulations to those guys getting it done on the field and in um, the classroom. Yeah, so um, what I was going to do is, as I open up my thesaurus, Bob, and I type in the noun robbery, <laughs> burglary, theft, thievery, stealing, breaking and entering, housebreaking, uh... larceny, Larson or larceny, shoplifting, purse snatching, fraud. That might be the best one. Fraud, yeah. Fraud. Yeah. Heist. Listen, Kip Alderman had an outstanding year. And uh all those kids. I mean, the Heinz kid had twenty two home runs. I, I think I mean the Hill kid from Jackson State, he batted three ninety this year, three eighty eight last year, four thirty two his first year at Jackson State. Um Slade, three oh five with eighteen bombs. But the best player in the state of Mississippi is uh, is is Tanner Hall. Correct. I don't think there's any question about that. Best team in the state of Mississippi is clearly the Golden Eagles as the uh, regular season ends. Southern Miss is ranked 12th in the collegiate baseball poll, 16th in D1, 23rd in USA Today, and 24th in perfect game, 28 RPI, 37 and 16. And when I think back on the year and I think back about all the you know, we we talk a lot about the pitchers that we lost, but we also lost, you know, Will McGillis. You lost Gabe Montenegro. I mean, you lost a lot of really high-caliber talent off the baseball team. And, and to see them finish the year like this and go into the, go into the tournament with the momentum they have. We're, we're, Luke Johnson, we are blessed here in South Mississippi to have this nationally elite baseball program for our enjoyment every year right here in Hattiesburg. Yeah, uh, we, we do. Um, and, I mean, who knows? Can, you know, be an opportunity this year for the Golden Eagles to, to keep it in the state. And I thought it was really funny earlier on the Ferris Trophy. I was watching before we went on air, Bob. Mike Bianco got up and he said, Scott, you're smarter than all of us. He said, Chris won a national championship. Now look what happened. I won a national championship. Look at what happened. So you go win one and then right off in the sunset, something like that. I thought that was really, <laughs> good. really good from, uh, from Coach Bianco. All right. Uh, D1 has the latest projections out. Golden Eagles are projected to be in Tuscaloosa, Alabama now, um, as 12 RPI. They would be, according to this projection, the 14th overall national seed. Southern Miss projected with Arizona State and Samford. Um, two other Sunbelt teams, Troy, would be a three-seed at Auburn. Coastal Carolina still projected a host as the 10th seed to have South Carolina, NC State, and UNC Wilmington. Continuing the trend of the day, Bob, the SEC slated to have six, uh, seven, sorry, seven, seven regionals. You know, we've got to get Michael to build us a sound effect for an echo chamber, and we should play that every time we hear stuff like this. It's just amazing how effective that is uh, for the money conference. Uh, 
that their echo chamber benefits them all so well. But, you know, look, is, is it anything new? Come on, is it is it anything we, we don't become accustomed to? To quote the six-round pick of the Dallas Cowboys, Southern Miss guys get nothing. No, that's, nothing, that's exactly nothing. But would we want it any other way, really? I no. don't think we would. I don't think we would. You are headed to Montgomery tomorrow. I've got the show. Stats right. McGee's going to join me. Working to get maybe one of the D1 guys on tomorrow um, to, to talk through the path of of uh, regionals, what Southern Miss needs to do. And I think probably all of us say, you know, if the only way we can get back in the regional conversation, somebody's going to have to lose quick in their, in their tournament. And if the Golden Eagles, you know, were to pull off that Janney King sweep and, and win it, we could be right back in there. But yeah, be, be a good show tomorrow, and and uh, I'll see you in Montgomery on Wednesday. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I want to thank uh, Steve Davenport, Kim Dillon, for allowing us to do this every year and to go up. We're going to give you the best coverage we know to give you, and uh, we're going to have the commissioner from the Sun Belt on. We're going to have the athletics director from uh, Southern Miss on. We're going to have a lot of good guests uh, throughout the week, and uh, hopefully we're going to be – here this time next week talking about the tournament championship game, Luke Johnson. And forbid that we have any weather delays. But Correct. we will quote Corky Palmer in the press box if there is a weather delay. That we will. We're looking forward to it. We look forward to joining hey. you there. Go ahead, sir. Then Wim Pigler, our great manager here in Laurel, mm-hmm. quote of the day. Well, if they're at the Pearl River Resort, you know, the house always wins. Well, there you go. Mini Etzel. Mini Etzel over there in the studio with you. Is that not right? Take a picture He's of got it. it. Put it on our Facebook page. People will know what I'm talking about. Fear the beard. All right. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. To the Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.